The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you are a brave heart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Brave Hearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the brave hearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. Hey, welcome, Bravehearts. Uh, you are listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're going to be talking about mentoring and the mission specialist as mentor. So to contact us, uh, please uh, contact us through the Brave Hearts for Kids organization. Check out our sponsor website, BraveHeartsForKids.org. Uh, especially look at the uh, the uh, flagship program at Brave Hearts for Kids, Spotlight Hope, SpotlightHope.org. Got some really good feedback on Spotlight Hope. I'll be sharing that with you later in the show. You can email me at MissionSpecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. And especially if you've got a great story, if you got something that inspires you or some one that inspires you, uh, you know, just, just, uh, you know, let me know about that. And then, uh, you know, give us a call 866-472-5788. Be sure to connect with us on social media too. You can like and follow us on Facebook at the Brave Hearts for Kids Facebook site. Also connect with me on LinkedIn. We've been making some terrific connections. We've got some dynamite uh, shows lined up for uh, the rest of this year and going into next year already from uh, connections we've made on Facebook, uh, on, uh, on LinkedIn especially. And, uh, you know, get uh, maybe get those two mixed up anyway. But uh, all right, so uh, we're, uh, we're talking about uh, mentoring today. For a long time, I've been starting a presentation by taking out my smartphone and I'll hold it up and I'll just declare that I've entered a mentoring program where I'll be matched with a fifth grader who, who will explain this to me. And it always gets laughs. I always get laughs from that. Um, what I think that shows is that there's an understanding that, that uh, there are things that, that uh, younger people perhaps understand better than some of us who've been around a long time. And mentoring is something that traditionally has been, I guess the, you know, the, 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 uh, the most direct way of saying it would be older white guy, younger white guy. You know, that's, that was what a mentoring program was. Uh, you know, if you went back, uh, you know, maybe 50 or 60 years, um, what, what, what we found is that everyone, everyone that comes to the table, everyone, uh, at, in the room has 
something that everyone else can learn from. We call that circular mentoring. And it's the idea that, uh, you know, I could learn, I could learn uh, a lot of things about my smartphone from a fifth grader. You know, I'd, a few years ago, I was using the example. I said, yeah, I've got pairing me with an eighth grader. And somebody corrected me. They said, uh, don't you mean a fifth grader? And, and you see even now younger and younger and younger children uh, becoming adept and experts at um, using things like the smartphones and doing things uh, that, that uh, uh, is, as an example, there was a fellow, now 20 years ago, there was a fellow that gave a presentation and it was uh, it, uh, part of uh, being a, working in the stockbroker field uh, some 20 years ago. And I, I described that as a time when we were all geniuses, you know, because the, uh, you know, somebody said, hey, I did 50% in the market last year. He said, wow, that's terrific. The NASDAQ was up 85%. You know, that, that's 20 years ago. So anyway, there was, a, there was a fellow that was having a seminar and he was describing the, uh, uh, the, the, the way that, that young people perceived things. And what he was talking about was, uh, at the time, uh, college freshmen which would have been uh, something like the class of 1999. And those, those folks are well onto their careers at this point. But the college freshman at that time, he said, he said they've had the CD player their whole life. Uh, so the phrase, you sound like a broken record, doesn't mean anything to them. And I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. And he said that, um, he said, uh, when you say dial me up, you know, they, they might be lost on, on what that means. And so, uh, and it, it is, his, uh, his punchline, I suppose, was, uh, he, he, he said he, that, um, this, uh, this new generation thinks of, uh, Kansas, Alabama, America, Chicago, Boston as places rather than bands, of course. And so, um, you know, it's a, that's a that's a matter of perspective, and I thought that's really an interesting uh, way of looking at it. My my uh, two youngest daughters one time we were at my parents' place, and my daughters Maria and Marcella were about nine and six years old, and my parents had one of those old uh, clickety clack typewriters, and so the girls were downstairs playing with the typewriter and uh, click 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 like that, and um, they came charging up the stairs. Papa, Papa, you have to see the keyboard they have. It puts the words right onto the paper. Well, that was something I've, I've uh, t told that as a story so many times. Uh, it's just uh, it's just amazing to me uh, the perspective that we have. You know, so oh my goodness, what do they think of next? You know, a keyboard like that. So there are things that we can we can uh, learn from uh, from everyone at the table. That's what we call circular mentoring. And the idea that that uh, that anyone uh, is uh, is so uh, knowledgeable or expert about something that they don't uh, need to listen to the other people that are that are involved with the conversation is something that that's just part of the past, I think. And uh, as we uh, as as we work with organizations and as we present this as uh, an idea that should be embraced. Uh, we're getting a lot, we're getting a lot of terrific feedback and it's not just, it, it, you know, it's from everyone. It's not just from the people that had, had been left out in the past because, 
uh, you could expect that you know having having a new voice in something like this. That's an that's an exciting thing. That's an important thing. But being able to being able to being willing to listen to that voice and you know someone that is in charge. And to hear them say, wow, this, I'm really glad that we looked at this as a different way of doing this. The, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the way that uh, you describe mentoring. You know, that, uh, that phone story that, uh, that uh, is part of a, uh, you know, something with the, with the phone. I, I describe myself uh, sometimes as an analog guy. And I used to describe myself to my, to my coach that way. And she wouldn't necessarily let me get by with that. Um, because she would ask me, she said, what do you mean you're an analog guy? And I'd say, well, what I mean by that is I get, I get results the old fashioned way. What I do, I, I pull doors, I walk in, I shake hands. I look people in the eye. We talk face to face. That's what I consider to be in, in you know, I get results the, the old fashioned way, the old school way. And uh, I've, I've got a lot of feedback from people who say, man, there's not, uh, there's not as much of that that goes on anymore. Um, we have such a, a predisposition to scheduling a phone call anymore. And I, I, I jokingly uh, think to talk about that sometimes, you know, especially in, in meetings when we're, when we're around a table or something, do you remember the old days when we used to just call someone up without an appointment for the call? Now you can make a call. And I think there's a, there's a, a very few, uh, individuals that are on that, on that list of friends that I just, um, you know, just dial them up and, uh, and say hi. And, uh, and, you know, we have that conversation and it's a, it's a pretty, uh, pretty select group. So, uh, you, you know, you, you know who you are if you get that call. Uh, that's, uh, that, I, I think it's pretty special to have those calls from, from people that will just call you and say, you know, I, I'm, uh, uh, just wanted to talk to you here today. So, uh, but I, I, you know, I said, I'm an analog guy. Um, I, I don't, uh, I, I'm not a, I'm not a technology guy. And what I was really telling Rebecca, my coach was, I'm, I'm really kind of afraid of technology. I, I don't like it. I, I just as soon stay where I am and not, not embrace the technology. Uh, and I, and I was really, really good at pulling doors, walking in, uh, shaking hands, uh, talking face to face and, and, uh, doing the deal. And I, I, uh, got a, uh, uh, worked as a sales rep and sales manager and got a great big heavy gold hall of fame ring for being a, an effective sales manager. And really, I, I think the best thing I ever did with the sales force was I, I helped people figure out how they could be successful, how they could make bonus, uh, and, 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 uh, help them with the numbers like that. But I would, uh, you know, I, I describe myself as this analog guy cause that's the way I did it. I would be, um, you know, I'd be uh, kind of uh, beating my chest and hey, I'm just an analog guy. And Rebecca said, well, couldn't you be better at what you do if you were also good with technology? And I thought, 
oh my gosh, you got me there. I, I didn't have an answer for that. In fact, I, I knew the answer. The answer was, was I surrender. I, you know, I, I'm, uh, I need to be better at technology and I could be better at, at doing the analog guy stuff if I was good at technology. And I thought, you know, there's a program there. Yeah. I have a program there that says, that says, um, I'm an analog guy. And that program was one that said, I, you know, I, I don't like technology. That's, and that's what my program was running. It said, I don't like technology. So what we decided to do, we, we figured out that we can't just reverse that. You can't start doing an affirmation that uh, is 180 degrees from what you really believe, what you've believed, what you've lived, what you are. You just can't do that with credibility within yourself. So what I had to do and what uh, Rebecca helped me do was find a program that was bigger and better and more important than I don't like technology. And we were able to find one. And what we found was I'm really good at learning things. And it was a bigger and better program. It was a program that's been around for a long, long time, almost all my life, as long as I can remember it. That's a program that helped me defeat the idea that I'm an analog guy. Now I look at that smartphone, and sure, I still joke about having a fifth grader explain it to me, but it's it's something that I, I I've learned to use, and I'm good at it. And you can be too. We're going to come back with a little bit more of that after the break, and we'll be back with you on the other side of 60 seconds. How about that? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live Internet talk radio, and I'm grateful 
to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking about mentoring, the mission specialist as mentor, and something I call circular mentoring. It's the uh, wave of the future. To connect with us, check out our sponsor website. That's uh, BraveHeartsForKids.org. You can email me at missionspecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. And be sure to connect with us on social media, too. You can like and follow us on Facebook at BraveHeartsForKids on Facebook. And connect with me on LinkedIn. We've been making some terrific connections and getting some things set up for the uh, the upcoming shows, and particularly what I'm looking for is you know get uh, send in your uh, your top ten quotes. Uh, if you've got a quote that you really like from the show, appreciate that. If you got a quote that inspires you or something that maybe you've said that inspires others, uh, send that into us, and uh, we're going to be putting some of those things together for future shows. We're um, be sure to write me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. We do have some limited sponsorships available uh, going into next year. I think we're about 55% uh, uh, with uh, sponsorships right now. So we've got some options or opportunities for that. And we also have some opportunities for retreats when, uh, you know, really, I think it's my favorite thing to do is a is a uh, board of directors retreat doing the mission building behavior. And we've really focused on, we've really focused on uh, the type of retreat and the type of work that we do. Uh, you know, working with the Brave Hearts for Kids organization, I became the mission specialist and I love the NASA connection. I love the, the idea that, uh, uh, you know, the mission specialists tie in with, uh, with NASA and our origin with the Brave Hearts for Kids organization. And I also like the idea that, you know, hey, I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure that the mission gets accomplished. So we're really focused on the idea of working with organizations particularly the nonprofit organizations and uh, uh, that, that, that are looking to make a connection uh, for, uh, for uh, fundraising with uh, companies. And I, I think of them as social enterprises, uh, companies that have an employee engagement strategy that includes something we call dollars for doers program. So what we do is we work with the companies that, that have program as part of their employee engagement strategy, and we match them with charities. We uh, match the, uh, the people that work for the company with the charities so that uh, you know, the way that dollars for doers works is that when the, uh, when the employee of the company does some work for the charity, the company also makes a uh, donation or a grant to the charity. So it's like a, man, is that a four-win situation? Win, 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 win. Uh, so that that's our, our favorite type of activity to uh, to do. I call it, call it a return on engagement retreat because, you know, companies that uh, have done this, they see people stay longer. So they have less turnover. They're more enthusiastic about their work. So they have greater productivity and they get along better with other employees. So they have better teamwork and that's also greater productivity. All of this results in lower costs to the business that has the sponsoring, uh, that, that is sponsoring the uh, employee engagement opportunity 
and um, and, and of course uh, lower costs and and greater productivity. That's uh, greater profitability. That's always a good thing in uh, in the uh, in the company world, and even in the nonprofit area. Nonprofits we don't call them profits because uh, because of the term nonprofit. But you have to have more revenue, more revenue than. Um, expenses or you have or you can't continue with your mission and i just you know i'm reminded of something that uh my uh one of one of my mentors said uh, Vern dosh uh he he uh is uh is is known to have said there is no mission without margin and i think that's something really to, uh, to, to be well aware of if you, if you have a nonprofit organization. Part of the challenge of working with uh, nonprofit organizations, especially ones that are just getting started, and we love talking with you, especially the ones that are just getting started, they have, uh, they have a, a lot of difficulty in getting out of that friends and family mode and getting into the capacity building mode where they can uh, build the capacity uh, financially and through the service that they do to really be significant in the uh, in in their marketplace and in the in the world and really make a difference you know we say doing good anywhere does good everywhere and it's really true um my friend Vern was my mentor my dad had parkinson's disease and Man, there's it's just not it's 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 a it's a difficult situation for uh, for uh, for uh, a son to go through to, to see his dad uh, go downhill with Parkinson's disease. Um, five years before my dad, and so he was my mentor as uh, someone. Who as as the son of a Parkinson's sufferer, and it's a uh, you know it's um, I won't go into a lot of detail about uh, the Parkinson's disease, but it's something that um, it 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 took a lot it took my dad's strength away from him. He was a robust and vigorous man, and um, one of the greatest athletes in the history of the state of North Dakota. Um, just a you know a, a robust, vigorous man, and uh, Parkinson's took that took that away from him. Um, so there was uh, it was it was something that uh, Vern and I would get together uh, and and uh, and we would have um, we would have lunch and we would talk about you know how things were going and what to expect next. At one point, we we kind of lightheartedly. Um, I, I recollect it that way. Anyway, we came up with an idea for a book. We never did write it, but the idea was um, we called called the book "Taking the Keys." It's the uh, the idea that uh, taking taking the keys from your dad and letting him know, you know what, you can't drive anymore. It's just you know, just you you just can't do it. Uh, that's one of the most difficult things we ever ever have to do. I remember when I, when I did have to take the keys, he had crashed his Jeep into a tr trailer on the highway and, uh, apparently wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So he had, he had a lot of, uh, he had a bruise on his chest from the steering wheel. He had an old Jeep and, um, and glass from the windshield and his forehead. Um, the next day, um, 
he he wanted to know how much I wanted for my car. Uh, but I, I I just said you know we 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 had to take the keys you know so um, that was uh, that that was a mentoring situation that was uh, that just uh, that just came up in life. One of the fir- well, of course, my dad was. Um, was really one of one of the mentors that I, I consider part of my my big three, you know. Uh, maybe if I had a Mount Rushmore of mentors, then I'd I'd have uh, uh, Dad and uh, and Vern, and then uh, I think of Earl Nightingale and Albert Schweitzer as my other two mentors. But but Dad would he would always talk about uh, things like he would say, um, no matter where you go, there you are. And he was, he was a, uh, a humorous speaker, you know, so I thought, I thought what he was talking about was, I thought he was just making a joke. No matter where you go, there you are. Uh, you know, dad, what could be more obvious than that? So I always thought he was just making a joke. I didn't realize until much later that he was referring to something Confucius said. Confucius said, no matter where you go, there you are. And I later came to realize that I think what Confucius meant by that, and I think what my dad meant by that was where you are is where you really are. Not where you wish you were, not where you would have been if you'd have done something different or you'd behaved differently or someone else had kept a commitment or done something different. Where you are is where you really are. And realizing that there's a perfection in that. The perfection is not that it's the best of all possible places, but the perfection is in the reality of where you are. And by understanding that, you can't do anything about the past, none of it, but you can live the future, all of it. And I've told you that before, if you've been listening to the show, there was a time when I I came to realize that I couldn't do anything about the past, none of it, but I could live the future, all of it. So can you, we all have the rest of our lives ahead of us. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving and goal setting going into next year, 2020. Hey, have a 2020 vision. Got some good programs lined up already for that for next year. But um, going into uh, going into next week, we're going to begin with gratitude. And that's uh, that's that's the uh, the beginning of all good things is uh, I say gratitude is the beginning of all good things. So we're going to start with that. I'm going to tell you a little uh, story again about uh, my coach, Rebecca, and how she helped me work through that. Um, you know, she was a coach, I guess, uh, not a mentor. You know, I think of Albert Schweitzer, uh, Earl Nightingale. You know, I've mentioned those guys uh, over and over again on the program. And um, I'll get into that just a little bit more again uh, later on in the program. But uh, be sure to write us. You know, I want to hear your top 10, uh, your top 10 uh, uh, quotes and your favorites, why it's your favorite, why your, why your favorite quotes, you know, uh, things that Earl Nightingale said, uh, Albert Schweitzer, you know, I don't know what your destiny will be, but I do know that the only ones among you who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found a way to serve others. And so uh, he also said that, um, I put this together, 
uh, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. And uh, so I, I, uh, for a long time, I've, I've just really tried to stress that when, uh, when speaking to uh, groups. And I've done a lot of speaking mostly to uh, young people, youth organizations. Uh, and it was because of Albert Schweitzer that uh, uh, he, he uh, motivated Hugh O'Brien to uh, start the Hugh O'Brien Youth Leadership Program. We'll have some representatives from uh, Hugh O'Brien. I've made connections on LinkedIn through uh, with, uh, with some people um, that have been involved with the uh, Hugh O'Brien Youth Leadership Program. And uh, now they're doing other wonderful things. And we're going to talk about those things as we go. It's an exciting thing. It's an exciting time for me to be involved with those things. And I hope that... Um, you will also uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Share your story. Tell us what fires you up. What What is it that makes you uh, passionate and excited? And what what makes you excited to uh, uh, to to achieve something and do some good in the world? Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be back with some some of our regular features uh, at, uh, on the other side of the break. I'll see you again here on the other side of 60 Seconds. Hang in there with us, all right? Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. And I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about mentoring, the mission specialist as, as mentor, some of the history of mentoring for me, and circular mentoring. Everyone at the table's got something of value for everyone else. And check out our sponsor web, website. That's braveheartsforkids.org. Check out the 
Brave Hearts for Kids flagship service. That's uh, spotlighthope.org. We've got some terrific feedback on Spotlight Hope. Also, you know, check out the um, National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com, one of uh, the terrific sponsors of the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And uh, share with you a little bit about the National Days and and uh, and how to get uh, connected with that. Connect with us on social media. You can follow, like, and follow us on Facebook at Brave Hearts for Kids. Also, connect with me on LinkedIn. We've been making some terrific connections, getting things set up for future shows. Uh, those of you that uh, have connected with me there, you know we've uh, we've made some some uh, terrific uh, in-depth connections. Um, something I, I learned recently, I really like this idea on uh, LinkedIn in particular, and I think it probably would work just as well with with Facebook. Uh, when I connect with someone new, what I'm doing is I'm, and I got this from uh, from uh, uh, JD Gershbein. He's uh, he's going to be a guest on a show up here next month. But JD, he he, uh, we we connected, and I. Um, I got a note from him, and I've been using this uh, this ever since. Uh, I I tell people, I'm, it's great to connect with you. Uh, it seems that we hear so often now that um, we have so many more connections, but that they lack the depth, and I'm looking to change that. And so I'm asking, would you be available for a phone call sometime in the next couple of weeks? I've had, I've had a couple of those connections a week. And I'll tell you what, every single one of them, I think, has led to uh, a connection that, uh, that we, that, that's going to mean something. We're going to do something. We're going to accomplish something. We're going to be uh, a part of uh, making good things happen. You know, someone is, is calling in and they're, they're connecting They're They're able to help, uh, Bravehearts radio. They're able to help the mission specialists. They are able to help Bravehearts for kids spotlight hope. We're able to help their organizations. And as we, as we get into the, uh, the end of the year and going into next year, we'll talk more about those. And of course, one of those is the uh, spotlight hope organization. That's the, well, spotlight hope is the service. It's the mobile app that Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity has that allows families to connect with the services that will be helpful to them when they hear the words, your child has cancer. When they get that that news, they will be able to use Spotlight Hope to find services and help that is nearby to them. It's a location-sensitive app that's available for both the uh, Android platform and the Apple platform. Just a couple of things uh, that uh, people have said. Uh, Dakota says, uh, brilliant resource. As a paramedic, I have appreciated the portable content of this app on the road. Keep more coming. Highly recommended. Nora says, fantastic app. It has helped me a lot and has all I need for clinical practice. I really appreciate it. Callie says, 
I love this app. I always use it during my clinical posting. It's very, very useful. Thank you. And Clayton, he says, uh, this app has amazing features wherein they also provide you with financial support by connecting you with a lot of local resources. It's the, you know, it's the, uh, it's the, uh, a, a lot of the folks in the medical community. And, you know, we've, we've really made an effort to connect with uh, the pediatric nurses and with the uh, uh, social workers, uh, the pediatric so- social workers. Um, and uh, because they, they really uh, are the connection with the families and to have something for them to be able to pass along to the families. That's really a, a, a terrific service. And that's something that Bravehearts for Kids does. That's something that Spotlight Hope does. Um, Anna says, uh, the, the app can be regarded as a childhood cancer service app. It has all the resources to help us out with pediatric cancer. And Cesar says, very nice and helpful for any doctor. Highly recommended. Emma says, fantastic app. Great knowledge and easily searched. And Isabella says, the UI of this app is quite simple and easy to use. So it's, you know, it's it's something that... Uh, so many of the comments that we're getting are from the medical folks that are using the app to help the people that they're working with. And like I said, the, uh, the pediatric nurses, the, uh, uh, social workers, the, uh, pediatric oncology social workers, they're the folks that we're connecting with to get this resource out to families. Um, and I wanted to, uh, mention our, our wonderful, uh, Brave Hearts for Kids sponsor, nationaldaycalendar.com. Today is uh, November 18th, and uh, the uh, the calendar says it's Mickey Mouse birthday today. All right. Princess Day. Sounds like it'd be a good day to be at Disney World, you know? Uh, been to Disneyland? Haven't been to Disney World. Um and, uh, and it's also Vichy Swa Day. Um, Vichy Swa. And I don't know if you're familiar with Vichy Swa, why, why, why you would be. I, I don't know, but uh, I don't know why I am. I think it's cold potato soup, but uh, I may be wrong. And uh, if I am, or if I'm right, let me know. Um, National Day calendar. That's a, that's a terrific uh, that's a terrific connection that we have, and then um, we've got these wellness festivals that are going to be upcoming. Really looking forward to uh, this summer. Um, well, I, I, some, sometimes I get the calendar in my head that says it's 2020 already been doing a good deal of planning and we're, we're working with, uh, some organizations to put on, uh, festivals, wellness, we call it a wellness festival, or we get involved with, uh, festivals that are wellness festival, well, wellness oriented. And so something where the North Dakota, where, uh, our, our, our good friend Adrian has, has gotten the approval from the city council to put together a August. And that's going to be a terrific event. We've got uh, uh, miles of park, uh, parkland 
uh, along the river that's uh, being uh, uh, reserved for a, uh, a, a river festival. The, uh, the, the big riverboat, the paddle wheel riverboat uh, there in, uh, in Bismarck will be um, leading a parade of lights up and down the river. And uh, so, something that, uh, uh, you know, if you, if you can imagine getting one of those portable generators that uh, you might use to jumpstart your car, I mean, if you're from the northern climbs, you got a better idea what that is, I suppose. But the the little portable generator that um, uh, that that can plug things into and plug a strand of Christmas lights in there, and you've got, man, you've got a a a, a, a float for a, a boat. Yeah, how did they ever get started? Like the Rose Bowl, and they call those floats. You know, we're going to really have floats at the uh, parade of lights because it'll be boats that uh, are lit up and a parade of lights that floats. And so, Adrian has uh, has inspired this organization. We've got some really amazing volunteers that have uh, already uh, jumped in. Uh, to uh, to be involved with this, and I'm I'm excited about it because I'm talking with people about uh, coming to the uh, coming to the festival, um, food and fun. Um, you know, the original story about how I got uh, got started with Brave Hearts for Kids has to do with a festival. It's called uh, uh, Street. Uh, was it? Uh, used to be called Oktoberfest. Now it's in September, but it's the Street Fair in Bismarck, North Dakota, and so they. Uh, uh, there's always some food there that you kind of expect, like uh, corn on the cob and and turkey legs and funnel cakes and things like that. And the uh, Brave Hearts for Kids booth had the uh, buffalo berry crepes. Um, so I think uh, an August festival is going to be a little early for the fresh buffalo berries. But, you know, maybe there'll be some leftover June berries. And, of course, my favorite, uh, my favorite pie is the June berry pie. Some, sometimes maybe they call those Saskatchewan berries. So let's see, what do we got here? MC work. Uh, yeah, I got um, got some some uh, opportunities to travel. Uh, we're we're doing some retreats uh, in various parts of the country. So especially if you are in the um, uh, in Arizona in January. Uh, or if you are in Texas or Florida in February, uh, we've got some uh, travel, some uh, retreats lined up, some MC work lined up, and uh, if it, you know, sometimes it uh, it just becomes a, a whole lot more uh, cost effective to work something in with your organization or with your company if we're already there. So uh, if you're in uh, if you're in Arizona. Uh, uh, get hit me up on uh, on either LinkedIn or write to me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Uh, if you're uh, Texas or Florida, um, that would be uh, February. It will be in New York City in April. And I'm looking at, uh, you know, I've got some some uh, people lined up in uh, both Philadelphia and Boston for uh, for the show coming up. Um, never know. We might wind up uh, being able to do some some good work out uh, out out on the East Coast too. Um, time really flies, and you know it it seems like it 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 flies even more when you're having more fun. Um, when you have more fun, you get more done. Uh, 
I'll be wrapping things up here on the other side of the break. So stick with us and we'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds once again. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Yeah, welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in internet live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be with you here on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking about mentoring, the mission specialist as mentor, circular mentoring. And um, I'd love to have you connect with us. Uh, check out our sponsor website. That's braveheartsforkids.org. Uh, always mention the nationaldaycalendar.com. Uh, you can email me at uh, missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Uh, especially if you've got... Um, a story, uh, top 10 uh, favorite quotes, uh, if you got a story about something that inspires you, something that, um, uh, something that really um, lights your fire. There's a story about, um, I'll use the example, uh, Howard Thurman. And Howard Thurman was an educator a hundred years ago and I've got a lot of favorite quotes, you know, so that, that one of them is from Howard Thurman. What the world needs instead ask what makes me come alive and then go do that. And see, I believe that when we do that, we find that that's exactly what the world needed. If more people did what makes them come alive, and we wouldn't even even we wouldn't need armies. 
if we were all doing what, what makes us come alive. And, you know, maybe your circumstances don't allow you to just up and change things, you know, a hundred percent or make a, make an about face. But, um, what if it were possible? What if it were possible to take a little part of it and say, I'm going to do this because this makes me come alive. That's part of what happens when we get people to be involved with volunteer organizations. And I, you know, I just, I love the idea that, uh, being involved with a volunteer organization or being involved with service, service to others is something that, uh, is it, it's such an important part of happiness. You see happiness is not something you have to disagree with Thomas Jefferson, you know, the pursuit of happiness. Um, happiness is not something that I, I find that can be pursued. Well, it can be pursued, but you never catch it. Happiness ensues. Happiness occurs because of something. It happens because of the service that we provide to others. And it's, it's interesting because when I talk to, um, uh, youth groups and young, young people in particular, youth groups, you know, I'm often asked, uh, well, what, what can I do where I'd be uh, most successful, make the most money? And it, as if those two are equated and we, we do have a, something of a, um, scorekeeping system in our world now that says that equates, uh, uh winning the game with making more money. And I, I also remember seeing something about how, after a certain level of income, I think it's seventy-five thousand uh, dollars. There, there is no measurable increase in happiness because of having more income. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more about that study, but I think what it's saying is that you know, when, once you get to a certain level, you can't eat anymore. You can't, uh, uh, you know, you got as big a house, you got as much clothes, you got as nice a car as you really need, and, and uh, beyond that, it's it's extra, it's extra stuff, and it's. Um, it's something it you can't pursue it. It ensues. Happiness ensues. It comes from the the fact that we're doing something that is um, that is good for others, and by go, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Do, doing helping other people out helps us. You know, um, and so somebody was telling us at a, at a, at a meeting, they said, well, we have to be involved with, uh, organizations, um, that are, uh, where, where we don't get any benefit from helping them. And I, I thought, well, that's just, I mean, it's, I, that what they were referring to, of course, was, um, they, they couldn't get any financial benefit from helping the organization. They couldn't, uh, they couldn't even accept a meal. Uh, but you know, the thing about it is, is that the, the reason that we do what we do is um, that the reason that we that we provide that service is it feels good. It and and uh, we know that we're doing good, and and that's where that's where happiness comes from. And I, I say success is is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. And I, I talk about the idea of being of service to others. And then I, uh, you know, especially when I'm talking with young people, I say it doesn't mean you have to be uh, like Albert Schweitzer and live in the in a, in a mission in Lamborghini Gabon, 
uh, and and be uh, you know essentially impoverished, uh, much the same as the people that you're living with and serving. It doesn't mean that you have to be impoverished, you know, because by serving others, uh, the, you know, the guys that um, uh, created the way to search for all the information available in the world, you know, that uh, invented Google, for example, man, that I think they've done pretty well. Uh, economically, in addition to providing a marvelous, wonderful service. So there's not, uh, there's not a, uh, a guideline there or any kind of rule that says that that happiness um, or that, you know, that service cannot be something that is, is valuable. And so what we, what we uh, came up with as a, you know, the, if you're familiar with the Venn diagram, you know, those three circles, there's a place where you can be of service to others. There is a place where people need what you can provide. And there's a place where, uh, where, where you can make a living doing that. And or, or the, uh, there's uh, the, the three circles, where, you know, one of them is make a living, but where that make a living circle intersects the circle that says you're serving others and you're uh, and and they're uh, seeing some benefit, but that's a that's the sweet spot, and that is a terrific place to be. It's something that uh, I, I really love to help people find that for themselves and for their organizations, and that's essentially the idea behind the um, uh, mission building behavior workshops retreats that we do. You got a company, you got a charity, you got individuals, and the company has an objective of getting their employees engaged. They want to get people fired up and, and excited about doing some work for a charity because they know that when when people are enthusiastic and when they're passionate and when they're excited and they see that their company is doing good things, they like being there. And so they, it's good for the company to do that. It's it's good for the charity because they get the double benefit of having volunteers do something for them and then also get a, uh, a, 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 a stipend or a, a grant or award uh, donation from the, uh, from the company. And then the volunteers, they get to find something that they really love to do and that, uh, that really uh, makes a difference for them. So be sure to, uh, you know, uh, to, to make, a, make an effort to write to me, uh, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Tell me your story. Uh, let's connect with, uh, let's, if you've got a charity, let's connect it with a company that can help you out. Let's um, connect it with the volunteers that can help you out. If you've got a company that has an engagement program, um, Let's connect with the the charities that uh, would benefit from that, and and with uh, get your employees engaged because people that are fired up and they see the value in that they they see that the company is doing wonderful things more and more and more. That is something that we're learning from the younger generation. They're not willing to stick around with a company that doesn't share their values. Um, we we're learning that more and more and more. That's really important. It's more important than ever before. So you've been listening to Bravehearts Radio. We've been talking about the mission specialist as a mentor on Bravehearts Radio on the flagship variety channel here on voiceamerica.com. Remember to check out our bravehearts for kids.org 
and follow us and like us on Facebook and to email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Please plan to join us every Monday at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Next week, we'll be talking about the personal retreat, gratitude, the beginning of all good things. That's next week, Thanksgiving week. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere, and we'll see you next week. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.